Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. As I wrote down some thoughts that I wanted to share today in today's episode, I want to note that when this episode goes live, Mercury Retrograde will have begun. It runs from May 10th to June 3rd, that's the central part, and then there's the post-retrograde period of two weeks, and then the planet of Mercury goes direct on June 18th. And in the past two weeks, we have been in what's called the pre-shadow phase. And most people, at least the people that I know, dread Mercury retrograde. I used to until I realized how I how to really make the best of the time that this planet Mercury, the planet that rules communication, um, takes what seems to be a backward journey. And as with all Mercury retrogrades, we're guided to pause, reflect, and look at how we can redesign our decisions and actions with our highest desires, using our past experiences, feelings, thoughts, and beliefs as barometers. Mercury retrograde has a bad rap. Yes, it screws up communication and technology, and that sucks, and it's really inconvenient in a lot of ways, and it pisses people off, but really, it's a great time. It's really optimal. It's an optimal time to give yourself a break from all the pressures you put on yourself to achieve and to go into like a four-week hibernation mode, reviewing everything in your life, that isn't working up until this point or anything that you'd like to change. I like to think of Mercury retrograde as kind of like giving you the thumbs up to take a break. Okay. And it's an excellent time for self reevaluation and for a life review. And if I were you, I would open up your heart and mind to what surfaces for you during this time, because a lot of stuff is going to come up and I want you to look deeply into all of those things. Doesn't mean you have to go into the pain, but I want you to look at the circumstances, the details, the facts, and how you feel. You and I will both be triggered with memories and reappearances of situations, circumstances, and people from our past with whom we haven't made peace, amends, clarity, or progress with. That's why people always kind of get weirded out. You forget that during a Mercury retrograde period, Um, all your past shit comes up, the stuff that hasn't been settled and people from your past will all of a sudden text you, call you, send you an email, or you'll see them. You're like, wait a minute, what is up? I haven't seen this person in so long or experienced this in so long. Boom. That's why. So just use this time to your advantage and be extra patient with yourself during this time too. It's really a time of awareness, taking stock, taking inventory, really looking at what you want to change, what doesn't work. And then after, uh, in um, the post-retrograde period, that's where we integrate everything. So 
like I said, the post-retrograde period, it's, is when we take all of the insights that we've learned and we incorporate them into our current realities. And we use our pasts to make our present better, right? So I've been really looking back at a previous relationship. It's so funny that it's coming up in the pre-shadow period um, that I haven't entirely made peace with. And this pre-shadow phase uh, that we've been in, like I said, the two weeks prior to actual Mercury retrograde, it's kind of like sandwiches on one side of Mercury retrograde and the other is the post-retrograde period. This period, the pre-period, has brought my attention to the areas of that past relationship where I haven't completed my work. I don't know if you remember the episode where I talked about not having to heal. Y'all remember that where I said, you don't have to heal, you just have to do this. It's more so needing to complete the lessons of life. Well, these memories and feelings that have been resurfacing for me, um, they're asking me to do that. And I thought I'd made peace with certain aspects of that relationship, but clearly I haven't. And I, I would imagine that there are relationships and circumstances that are coming up for you at this time that you have to complete, okay? So it's time for me to get to work on that uh, because I know that if I don't feel good, then there's something I got to work on and clear out. So, so often during Mercury Retrograde, we are re-exposed to things that we haven't completed. And that's why I tell you to really slow down, take your time, and pay attention to what comes up for you. Don't squat those memories, feelings, thoughts, pains, and regrets aside, because they'll only fester. And they'll only, um, really, you're the only one that's har being harmed in all of that, right? It's just you. And whomever or whatever you still hold contempt for, they're not going to be affected by your pain at all. So it's you and only you that you have to deal with. And it's you and only you that gets to complete what is incomplete. I've been feeling really irritated about the memories coming up for me in all honesty. It's, I laugh at it, but then it pisses me off at the same time. Um, and I've often found myself bitching to myself about how much of a jerk this person was uh, and how they will never most likely ever <laughs> take ownership of their harmful behaviors towards me. Like they weren't malicious. They were just so selfish. God and immature <laughs> and ultimately how I need to make amends with myself for what I still carry around with me about that time. Every challenge we have, everything that we have a hard time getting over and completing has nothing to do with anything else or anybody else. It has to do with us. Okay. And my intellect knows how limited this person is in terms of how much they can actually give to another person. They just do not know what it's like to show up fully in a relationship maturely and be able to, to give, um, right? And so I know that intellectually that they're limited that way and they're limited at how they can only show up to the extent that they're evolved. And that's with anybody in anything. Nobody can show up beyond their point of evolution. It's impossible, right? So yet my heart still holds on to some of the pain that I experienced during that time. But why do I still hold on to it? Like, why do any of us hold on to the pain of the past? 
Why do we have a hard time letting go of the pain once the circumstance ends? Truth is that we tie up all sorts of hopes and dreams and expectations and feelings in the relationships we have, whether they're romantic, professional, familial, platonic, and in the circumstances we involved ourselves in. So we can't often help to project our desires and wants onto someone or something else when we really want something. Is this making sense? That said, when we harbor resentment and anger towards somebody else, we are really doing ourselves a disservice because the real issue isn't with them or it. The real issue is with ourselves and forgiving ourselves. We harbor that contempt towards ourselves for being vulnerable and experiencing what the other person uh, offered to us. Now, that's not to say that other people don't have bad behavior and behaviors, yet they do, and that we need to be aware of that, right? That's true. But rather, we really need to make amends with ourselves for not course correcting in relationships and circumstances where we knew better where we knew that the person didn't want what we wanted or where they were first disrespectful of us or where they first showed us who they truly were that wasn't in alignment with either where we were in our lives or what we truly wanted. And we ignored the shit out of those signs because we were too focused on what we wanted Everybody does this in every aspect of their lives. Even if you're going for a pizza, you build that pizza up and maybe it meets your expectations. Maybe it doesn't. So people project their desires onto people, things, and circumstances all the time to help them feel a certain way or achieve certain things when in fact nothing outside of yourself can ever give you the thing you're searching for. And you're not searching for a thing. The thing you're usually searching for is a feeling you want to have. Again, it is never a thing. We want to feel valued, prioritized, unconditionally loved, safe, secure, desired, championed, validated, and supported. Who doesn't want to feel any and all of those things from what we attach ourselves to, right? Problem is that with attaching ourselves to things and people outside of ourselves is that we hinge our happiness on them in the outcome. If our outcome is met, then our happiness expiration date lasts only for however long the circumstance does. Most times. And if our outcome isn't met, well, we hurt, we're in pain, we grieve, and even allow ourselves to go into suffering. So, what are you hinging your happiness and self-worth on outside of yourself? The title of this episode is Remember the Lesson, Not the Disappointment. And I always tell people, including myself, that grief exists along a spectrum. Remember, I just talked about going from disappointment to suffering, right? That's all grief is. 
a more severe form of disappointment about what we wished existed but doesn't anymore. Our dreams and ideals never materialized, so we go from hope to pain, from happiness to sadness, from grief to suffering. And the bottom line is that our expectations weren't met and we're disappointed to the extent that we choose to be. You get to choose how unhappy you become based on an unmet expectation. The biggest success comes from our ability to navigate away from focusing on the actual thing or person outside of us that displayed painful behavior. They're only just the vehicles through which we needed to experience what we needed to experience. They're just the messengers for us about what we need to learn. That's all they freaking are, the vehicle and the messenger. They showed up in the exact way they needed to, to provoke our education. There was nothing wrong with them. Remember I said they're evolved to the extent that they're evolved, or the situation is evolved uh, as much as a situation can be evolved. They showed up perfectly imperfect. They showed up perfectly imperfect to teach us how to complete our learning in the regard that we needed to complete it. In all fairness, we really should thank them for their bad behavior or the missed opportunity, the disappointment. And I know that's hard for a lot of people. It took me a while, years and years and years ago, to, uh, and I worked through this in therapy probably early 2000s, uh, when my therapist said, you know, you really want to work towards saying thank you instead of fuck you to the to the things and experiences that hurt you. Because they're, they're your teachers, right? The truth is that whatever we didn't work out wasn't supposed to. Whatever didn't work out wasn't supposed to. Because the situation happened. It was imperfect on purpose. And it, it was, it is our job to extract the lesson from it and grow. That's why it shows up, y'all, period. It's not supposed to work. Most things aren't supposed to work out. Only the things that are meant to work out for us do. So to all of you who still harbor anger and resentment or grief or still feel suffering for someone or something that slipped out of your fingers, caused you pain, didn't work out, I urge you to look at the lesson, not the disappointment. When you focus your attention in the exact right place, you will complete the lesson and you will never call it in again. Hand to God, this is true. When you focus your attention on you and only you, you will stop holding anything external responsible for what you choose to hold on to. You'll, you'll end blaming everything or anything outside of you. you. It's a natural consequence of focusing on yourself. You can't do that in tandem with blaming someone else. If you do, then you're really not taking ownership of your own life and your own experience. And we all have hopes and dreams, like I said, and most of us aren't patient enough to wait for the best circumstances to show up. It takes a lot of time. Trust me, I know. But if you give yourself the opportunity to stay focused on you and learn from your teachers, especially the ones that showed up with very bad behavior, the external experiences and people who cross your path, 
then you will fare far better in life than if you blame everything and everyone outside of you for how you turned out and for your current life conditions. Nobody is to blame for your current life conditions. Nobody. You've done it. And that can be your life conditions are so fucking fabulous. You've done that. It was meant for you. And if your life conditions suck and you don't like them, you've done that too. And if you can make it be that it sucks, you can make it be that it's amazing. I know that. In this industry, 30 years, I know what people are capable of. It's amazing. So focus on the lesson, not the disappointment. What will you be looking at during this Mercury retrograde period? What will you be reevaluating? What will you be redefining for yourself? And how will you choose to be a better version of yourself? The choice is yours to look at your life with an honest eye and an open heart. Imagine how amazing your life would be if you completed more of your lessons. Imagine the high quality of people, the high quality of circumstances, the high quality of blessings that would enter your world and your life as you keep clearing out the debris of your past. Like that's the coolest way to think about it. The more you complete, the more room there is for more miracles. Good stuff, right? Imagine actually living the life of your dreams with a clean slate and a wise, calm mind. It's pretty freaking amazing if you ask me. And I get to see people do it all the time. I get to help them and I freaking love it. I wish you a prosperous Mercury retrograde period. Do the work, please. Take notice of what's coming up for you and only focus on your part in your own misery and unhappiness and dissatisfaction. Remember, the people and circumstances that caused you pain were only the messengers and vehicles to teach you. That's it. They're your gift. Trust me, they have their own teachers and they have their own karma. And karma is always at play. Never retaliate. Go within, learn for yourself, and create good karma for you in your life. Open yourself up to miracles. Remember the lesson, not the disappointment. I wish you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.